Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Hey, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 33 of the Real Flix podcast. Uh, we're in, let's see, I think that was the third or fourth number that Shaq wore throughout his NBA career, so we're doing well. But uh, how are you guys doing? Very, very off, avant-garde, kind of off-the-wall factoid to start, but I like Shaq, so. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, I'm doing about his performance in oh. Shaq Fu. So you're doing great, obviously. Yep. And Josh, you're like you said you. I think you you're still sick, so you're probably Shaq's performance in Steel right now. Yeah, I still got a little sun. So. Which is just okay, as as we all know, because that movie's awesome. So um, so yeah, yeah f- fun show today. We're talking about uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is gonna be interesting. Uh, we got a little bit, not too much movie news coming up, but we'll, we'll of what we do have. There's some cool stuff, and then we've got. Uh, very special uh, surprise. We're going to talk about our top five favorite movies of the year so far since we're in May. We're pretty close to the to the halfway point of the year, so we're going to talk about not May. Eh, whatever. You know what I mean? It's June. <laughs> it's June, okay? <laughs> just, just get off. Anyway, senioritis. <laughs> yeah. I'm because I'm a senior citizen, right? Anyway, yes, exactly. Uh, but before well, we do that, we do have to uh, give a little, do a little house cleaning, quick update. Uh, last week, Josh and I, you and I proposed a little wager, uh, and this wager would be hinged on the film Finding Dory. And according to this wager, if the if the film scores a ninety percent or above on Rotten Tomatoes, I you have to watch a movie of my choice. I get to pick the movie you watch, and you gotta watch it. But if the movie scores eighty nine percent or lower. I have to watch a movie that you pick for me. So, uh, last week we said we would have uh, our choices for each other as a bit of a preview with Finding Dory coming up. So, Josh, are you ready to to unveil your choice? I am. Shit. Fire away. All right. The movie you are going to be watching. Well, I might. Might have to watch. Might Might, have to watch. You will be watching. I won't be watching. Uh, Because... You told me that you have not seen it. Oh, God. That doesn't narrow it down too much. I picked it between... I had two. I was between two things. One is a bad movie. One was a good movie, but I'm, I'm going with the good one. The Room. So you say. <laughs> uh, you're going to be watching The Terminator. Oh. Okay. That's fun. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Huh. Because it's a great movie. And well, you need to see it. let's uh, let's let's calm down real quick, because <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> it is a James Cameron film, so that is it not is. necessarily a given. I mean, have you seen Aliens? Yes, it was a masterpiece. I mean, not as good as Alien, but I mean, nothing's as good as Alien. It's though. way better than Alien. No, okay. no, 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 no. The general consensus is that Aliens is the best of the franchise. Well, well the, the general gen- consensus is made up of a bunch of people who like action movies. You're you love horror movies, Josh, and you but you still like because. I like Alien. I just don't love it. But you're a horror movie guy, and that's like regardless. The best horror movie ever made. We got. We'll talk about that when, when the next uh, Prometheus movie comes out, Alien or the next Alien or whatever the hell it is. But interesting. So Terminator. Hmm. Mm -hmm. What was about just for out of curiosity's sake? What was the bad one? X Men Origins. Gross. (laughs) All right. Well, I can look at that. I guess. So, um, as for my film. Now. I thought a lot about this. I thought I went, I, I had a lot of different ideas in mind 
And what I ended up selling for is I don't want to I want to I don't want you to watch something I love that you may or may not like. I don't want to make you watch something you hate or that, that a movie that is horrible and bad. I decide I'm going to go with a movie that frustrates you to no end. Oh Jesus. That is an, a huge investment of time and that I think that you need to give another shot to. So Josh, your movie is Interstellar. Ooh. Fuck. <laughs> Ooh. <sighs> so uh, better plan out, carve out a nice solid block of two hours and 45 minutes. Pixar, you better let me down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was between, the, the movies that it was between, I kind of mentioned, like, oh, bad movie, good movie. I was going to, it was going to be either between, it was between Interstellar Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, which is obviously a good one. I would actually rather watch that one. And one of my favorites. And uh, (laughs) lastly, in all honesty, was Batman and Robin. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I'd much rather watch Interstellar. I don't know. I don't know. uh, We'll see what happens. But uh, interesting choices. Both sci-fi, and we didn't really know that the other would pick it. Pick sci-fi. Hmm. Very interesting. So there it is, set in stone. We'll find out. We'll be finding out very soon. Of course, the loser will have to report back and talk about what they just witnessed, whatever it may be. But uh, awesome. So let's move on. Let's talk about the news of this week, Josh. Get us started. All right. Start off in the DC world. Nothing major at all this week except one story, uh, this one, uh, The Flash. Uh, the movie's coming out in 2018, starring Ezra Miller. The director that we had previously dropped out, um, they were looking for a new one, and now we have one. It's going to be Rick Famuyiwa. Hope I pronounced that right. You probably uh, didn't. He's, probably didn't. Uh, he's the guy who directed Dope. I don't know if either of you saw that. Nope. Um, but that is happening. So and so far, it seems like he's doing a lot of research for the movie. Uh, they're still going with the script that Seth Graham Smith wrote, or, and that was done by... Uh, Partially by, uh, what their name? Lego Movie Guys. Oh, Phil um, Lord, Chris Miller. Phil Lord, Chris yes. Miller. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so yeah, the treatment was by them. So that's going on. Uh, anything you guys got to say about that? I don't know, since you haven't seen Dope. But... I've got, I really got nothing other than the movies he seems to make have a theme with them. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean when I say that? Let's just say it's, a, I'll, I'll put it this way. It's surprising he hasn't worked with Tyler Perry yet. Exactly. It looks like the movies he makes are better than the Tyler Perry movies, though. I just, I don't know. I just don't know where this guy guy came from. I'll loan you my Blu-ray box set of all the Medea films. Okay, good. Set you straight. When that came, was there uh, room for about eight more movies? Because, you know, those movies are never going to stop. Yeah, it, it was three pages, but they just packed in like seven blank ones. Just in for, case. For the discs. Yeah, it was pretty it was, <laughs> it was interesting. Um, <laughs> Medea goes to the afterlife. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. I think that's a good choice. Like I, I did, I saw like 10, 10 or fifteen minutes of dope, and it seemed fine. Like it didn't, it didn't seem. But was it Flash fine? Or I don't know. That's that's yet to be told. But the most actually, I'm surprised you didn't bring this up, Josh. But the most interesting Flash related story I heard this week was that James Wan had the choice. Like they just said, yeah, hey, yeah. you want yeah. Flash or Aquaman? He picked. Aquaman. I found that interesting. I thought that Flash. I mean, that's. 
a little bit more proven than Aquaman is. I thought he would have gone with that one, but you know, I like I liked his answer because the reason he said it was because it was his opportunity to do something new. Exactly, I was about and to say create that. his own world as opposed to do something that's been done before. Exactly, so. that's, that's pretty cool. I respect James Wan for, as yeah. if I didn't already. I respect him even more for that. But fascinating. So, yeah. uh, any final thoughts on this, Josh? Um, what do you think? I haven't seen Dope. I, it looked good. I wanted to see it. I've heard it's really good. So. Um, I think this is probably a better choice than the Seth uh, Graham Smith one, since he's a little less proven. Right. So. Cool. Uh, but I think it's going to be good. I'm excited for the movie. Um, and then keeping in the DC world, uh, did you guys see the BVS Ultimate Edition trailer? Nope. I did so not. Probably yeah. watch it. I'll probably yeah. buy it. I liked that movie, so. Yeah, same here. I, I'm literally the same as Cody. I'm just going to, I'll wait, check it out. The really bad wig work, though. So, <laughs> on uh, what Jenna Malone? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so obviously everyone knows I didn't like Batman vs Superman, but for some reason Zack Snyder makes good trailers, or whoever cuts his trailers make good trailers, yeah. except for the Doomsday trailer because that wasn't good. That was such um, garbage. But uh. for some reason, it, this trailer got me really excited to watch this version of the movie. Apparently, it's three hours and five minutes long, which is too long for me but you know if that's how long you need to tell a story why not um I, some of the footage that they showed in the trailer that wasn't in the movie looked cool it some of it seemed to add something that maybe could have been missing from the actual movie we got mm-hmm. um and i'm hopeful that this will make a better movie one that i enjoy a lot more so i think uh, it will but... doesn't sound like that's gonna be too hard but actually that that mm-hmm. is not the only batman v superman story to come out of this week did you guys hear about uh, about this in uh, in in our neighbors to uh, across the pond, Britain, of course, a couple was fined and detained briefly after uh, it was discovered that oh, they were yeah. having sex during a screening of Batman v Superman. Fortunately, though, there were only six people in the theater, which is uh, pretty telling. But um, so yeah, at least the movie is having some use at this point. <laughs> some people are getting some getting the, some bang for their buck. Get out. <laughs> You're done. You're done. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm annexing this podcast. That's and fine. kicking you out. That was probably the worst. <laughs> well, that so means good. I can always go lower. So that's <clears throat> a challenge, a new challenge I've set for myself. But uh, yeah. yeah, Batman v Superman, we'll see. This comes out in July 19th. So yeah, they might as well just release it now. I mean, who cares? I mean, technically it comes out June 28th, the digital version anyway. Oh, that's so stupid. I hate that they do that, by the way. I do, too. Yeah. I, I want to own a physical copy of your movie. You yeah, probably make I, more money if I, I get a physical copy of your movie. I don't I do not do digital. I mean, I have digital copies, but just because they come with it. But Their artwork's I, pretty nice, though. The, which one? For, for all the... Well, I'm, at the, I'm on the blue, their Blu-ray.com with all the different editions. There's some pretty cool ones. Like, there's the Batman statue, obviously, but they have one that's like yeah. a, a LexCorp dossier that's pretty cool. So, uh, I don't know. It's a lot of options. They might as well salvage what they can. But, yep. So uh, what, what's next? All right. Next up, going out of the superhero world into the horror world, uh, Stephen King's It is still happening, even though it's gone through development hell for like seven years. Um, and we have a casting for Pennywise. Do you guys and you know any anything about Stephen King's It? Never gonna beat Tim Curry. That's all I know. Pretty much. Yep. Uh, no, I uh, saw that on TV back in the day, and I saw. Uh, a review online by Nostalgia Critic. It's my favorite review of his, but 
I haven't actually seen the movie because I hear it's really long, but you know, I'm, I'm down. I, think I mean, it's it's not fun. a movie. It's like a mini series. Yeah. Mini series. If a mini series is three hours or below, I consider it a movie. That's like, yeah, I guess. Uh, that's just my brain. Maybe I'm not, maybe I'm wrong. Probably am, but whatever. Um, but we actually have official casting for the role. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was going to be, it was going to be played by Bill Poulter back when, uh, Carrie Fukunaga was going to do the movie, but since he dropped out, they got the new director, and now it's going to be played by Bill Skarsgård. A resounding who just came from the studio audience, <laughs> including myself. Yeah, he is not Scars- Stellan though. That's interesting. Yeah, he is the Skarsgård. He's the wrong Skarsgård. Who's the, the old Skarsgård? Yeah, who's the right Skarsgård? Let's get that straight. <laughs> is there such a thing? <laughs> no, the one I was thinking of is uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Exactly. The one, oh, Alexander uh, Skarsgård. No, is it Alexander? I don't know. Um, but the one there was, he is a pretty man. Oh, wow. (laughs) But uh, I don't know anything about Bill Skarsgård. I've never seen him in anything. He looks kind of creepy, but (laughs) I've never never seen him in anything. So, uh, but yeah, like you said, I mean, Tim Curry, like is, he kills it in that role in the original series. Um, Mm. but I mean, this is going to be, obviously he's not going to be, it's gonna be higher budget. It's gonna maybe look a little nicer. Maybe be more, made more cinematic. Um, but will it end less silly than with the giant spider? <laughs> because that um, was stupid. <laughs> that ending then, makes no sense. I. Then, but the but the fact of the matter is, if they wanted to really make this horrible, they would get uh, Charlie Day to do his spider song. There's <laughs> a spider, spider, spider. Deep in my soul. Anyways, uh, um, uh, yeah, and then this is still apparently this is still going to be made into a two-part movie. Okay. Uh, one focusing on the younger the kids at a younger age, one focusing on them at the older age. Um, so huge I mean, cast. I, I don't know if they're still going with Kerry Fukunawa's script or they're just I don't know what how exactly that happened, but this is supposedly start going to start filming in just a couple months, and I think it's coming out next year. I don't know if it has an official release date yet, but um yeah that's i think that's interesting i don't know much about the actor but i hope he's good I, he's not going to be tim curry but you know. he's tim curry yeah really not much on his on his dossier or resume or whatever but you know that would be like trying to remake rocky horror with somebody different like joseph gordon levitt probably oh my god get out i want that what he needs to stop he needs Why? to take like five seconds to just chill for us, like just. Dude, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, he's Why? a fine actor. He needs to calm down. He's, right, a he's great just actor. He's fine. I know, he's I'm fantastic. Never... Did you not see Five Hundred Days of Summer? I did. Did you not? Did you not see Don John? No, I did. I, I did no not interest like that in movie. movie. That movie he's was fantastic in that movie. That movie was garbage. That movie is incredible. That movie was made. It, it... Jersey Shore, man. It was made as a thing about the Jersey Shore. Maybe no, it was. Not. To, maybe it, it was, was supposed not. to be garbage. He was literally the situation, okay? Okay. I'm addicted to porn. Yeah. But Snowden could be good, but anyways. Uh, what's next? Uh, final story we got for this week. Uh, John Boyega. Everyone loves John Boyega, right? Right. Yes. Um, he's Finn in Star Wars, and now he's going to be playing a lead role. I think it's the lead role in uh, Pacific Rim 2. He's okay. playing Charlie Hunnam. <laughs> he's playing Ron Perlman. <laughs> oh, the dream. Playing Charlie Day. That's better. Um, all of them. He's, it's a one-man show. It's like Norbit with Eddie Murphy. They, they couldn't afford to uh, hire any other actors because 
they spent all of their budget on Max. Damn it, that's the movie I should have made you watch, Josh. Norbit what? with Eddie Murphy. I've seen Norbit a million times. I love oh. Wait, you do? <laughs> I like Norbit. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> that scene at the pool, though. Oh, God. Anyways, I saw that with my friend in the theater. It was weird. <laughs> so, But we loved it. Um, yeah. For the record, I know, I know Norbit's terrible, but I love it. Okay, that's fair. Just like with Birdman. It's not terrible, though. That's the only difference. You should have made me watch Birdman if you really wanted to torture me. Oh. Well, I'm trying to so expand cool. your mind. He's not trying to... Gentlemen, yeah, let's you. broaden our minds. Just exactly. Like Just like um, but apparently, uh, John Boyega is going to be playing the son of Idris Elba's character from the first movie. That's convenient. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> They should have thrown a curveball. It's uh, the Japanese girl's kid. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. The, um, one of the jan- the facility's janitors steps up to be the hero. <laughs> It'd be like Goodwill Hunting, but with Max. Yeah, true. Oh, boy. he died. Wait, I forgot that he died in that movie. Yeah, for some BS reason. Oh, that's right. No, because he was in the kaiju, and then he's like, I'm going to fight this time. And I'm like, okay. Which, by the way... Uh, we're going to be hearing about Bond pretty soon. Yes, we will. That's going to be awesome. I'm so hyped up. I'm going to, like... What if they just announced that, like, they're going on a hiatus for, like, ten years? We quit. I I just rewatched Spectre the other day. And I'm... So, I'm I'm happy if they want to take it. But don't you do that every day, though? Just about. (laughs) Uh, no, I mean, next one's Bond 25, so that's going to be, like, a whole thing. And if they have a new Bond to roll it out with, then they're going to... There's a whole to-do, so... They'll they'll definitely make it pretty soon. (laughs) And that's exactly how it sounds. Great exactly. job. I know. Uh, anything else, Josh? Uh, no, that's it. No, that's it. All right. Well, for the, this next half of uh, next, it's more of a quarter of the show, I suppose. Uh, we're going to talk about since we're like I said, we're in June. Got it this time. Uh, we're going to talk about our favorite movies of the year so far. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to start off with a couple of honorable mentions. Uh, we're just going to do one a piece going around as as we're apt to do. So. I only had two honorable mentions this time because the the there's a lot there's been a lot of movies this year so some of them haven't hit with me some have but uh, anyway but these are the ones that I just I've I'm can confidently say are among the best and my favorites of the year so my first honorable honorable mention is a movie called Money Monster uh, we didn't talk I had talked about it briefly on the show before and I mentioned how fond I was I was of it and I still am. Uh, it's a really, really fun, really interesting thriller. Uh, it's got a lot to say, not just about like economics, but about the media in general. And I really liked what it did with there. And George Clooney is amazing. I mean, I, I, I never wanted the first, the I mean, I guess kind of mild spoilers, but until Jack O'Connell's character showed up, I never wanted the stuff before that to end because he plays like this Jordan Belfort kind of like, and, not Anderson Cooper, but who's like that, that guy from not a uh, Jimmy Fallon, but no, no there's the not, show. No, Jim it's, Kramer. Di- it's yeah, it's directly spoofing a show. Yeah, but he's way more handsome and fun than Jim Kramer. Like well, Jim Kramer, true. it looks like a bridge troll, but way more handsome. Way more handsome. But um, so yeah, I just I, I wanted that to go on forever, and I really I really had a good time with Money Monster. I know critics kind of pooped on it, which is you know that's that's fine. That's that's not. I don't think that's a movie for the public. That's kind of that's a Mason movie, and I'm that's an Mason movie. So and I'm I'm okay. Okay, <laughs> it's all needs to be. 
Uh, next up on my list is a movie called Sing Street. Have you guys heard of this? Oh, I want to see it so I think bad. I've heard of it. I don't know anything about it. Well, a uh, very simple explanation here. It's U2 the movie, for the most part, without them <laughs> using U2, like Bono's name or anything like that. But it's heavily inspired by U2, my favorite band. It's this. It's a great kind of uh, snapshot, I guess, into the early 1980s when music is trying to like, catch its footing. The 80s is sort of, it's, it's on its way in, but the 70s just... It, like an old dog just refuses to die. Wait, wait, so, hold on, hold on. Hmm? U2 is your favorite band? Uh, yes, one of them. I, I right, actually, they're right behind Green Day, but... Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. Because <laughs> we, we were talking before the podcast started. Yes, exactly. And... <laughs> U2, it's, it's Green Day, U2, ABBA, and then uh, 30 Seconds to Mars. <laughs> actually, I hate 30 Seconds two to Mars. So. Two lies and two truths. I don't know. What are you the hate 30 Seconds to Mars? I hate them so much. I, if, and it's not fair because I just hate Jared Leto. No, Jared Leto's a better actor than he is a singer. He, wow, that's saying something. Nah, he's a good yeah. actor. I don't. He's, he's a very good actor. He's fine. Um, but anyways. Like he's the Joker. I hate the Joker so much. Well, he's an ugly Joker. You'll never understand. You don't understand, Josh, how much I hate the Joker. But anyways, this isn't a Joker discussion. This is I a Sink Street discussion. He's the Joker. But uh, like I said, yeah, it's a great snapshot of the time. It's about, it's about music and the music... The, both the, the the soundtrack of 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 songs like pop music, which is one of my favorite songs, I love it. Rio, uh, other ones that I'm forgetting right now, but um, get that combined with the original music that they wrote for the movie. Just I was in heaven, and like I said, the movie there were there were a, a few differences from you two, but the very end when the main character and the girl that he's into they get on a boat. And they take their demo tapes and they go to London to get a record deal. That is straight from the U2 archives. And I just, I had all the heart feelings uh, watching this movie. And I love it to death. Sing Street, can't, can't get enough of it. Just barely missed my missed the cut. Uh, so, Cody, honorable mentions. I've only got one because I didn't think we were doing these. Honorable mention, um, then, Cody. Um, Hail Caesar. Oh, solid. Fine. I very much enjoyed Hail Caesar. I thought it was funny. I, I liked it a lot. I liked all the actors. I liked all, everything about it. It was funny. It wasn't for everybody. I understand that. A lot of people really didn't like this movie. One of them who's on this show. Oh, right over there. Uh, it's at number 15 on my list. And you saw 15 movies, correct? That is correct. Ah, oh, you monster. Savage. Uh, ben um, Savage. Anyway. Wait, hold on. I just I'm retooling my list right now. Okay. Um, I'm also going to include Money Monster in my animal mentions. Oh, great! It just got bumped out by a different movie. Okay. <laughs> it was That's on great. my top five. It was my number five until I just remembered. But <laughs> oh, also, <laughs> Batman v Superman. Nice. Because I did like that movie. Didn't quite make mine. But... It wasn't that good, but. There were things I liked about it. I thought it was serviceable. There we go. I'm gonna, I need to stop looking at this list right now because I'm <laughs> going to keep adding movies. But, yeah, those are my three. Hail Caesar, Money Monster, and Batman v Superman. Awesome. Uh, George, take it away. Honorable mentions. Okay. I have two honorable mentions. Uh, the first one is Keanu. Um, that was, the movie was hysterical. The kitty picture. Yeah. <laughs> the cat was adorable. I love Key and Peele. Uh, I love the sporting cast. It's all really funny, really well written. Some people said it was just felt like a sketch stretched out to ninety minutes. Didn't I, I think that's exactly what I said. So don't I, substitute me, bro. 
I did. Is that what you said? Okay, I heard that. At me next time, bro. <laughs> um, I don't have Twitter, so I don't know what your lingo is. Oh, you um, lie, you. I mean, you don't have one now, but you used to. Yeah, don't pretend. I did. At me. Don't <laughs> pretend. <laughs> Just um, because yeah, you turned I, your back on it doesn't mean you don't know what it is anymore. I ain't about that life anymore. Um, <laughs> You're better for it, trust me. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Keanu. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Keanu was a great movie. I loved it. Um, and then the other one is The Witch. Um, great horror movie. Uh, hopefully, I'm about to see an even better horror movie in a week. Um, but yeah, I thought this was really well done. Uh, really good directorial debut for uh, Robert Eggers. Um, great performances. Really, I love the atmosphere, the tension, um, and the goat. The goat is terrifying. So uh, I, I have something was to say about that movie. Actually, um, came out in 2015. Well, it was I saw it in 2016. We saw it in 2016, but I didn't know well, if it counted. It would have made my list. If... Festival release doesn't count as far as... Yeah, if it, I wish when somebody released, told me well, that. Um, well, you know that's that? an also one of my honorable mentions. Okay. <laughs> Hope you're keeping a list, because I'm not. Oh, boy. Uh, all right. Any more honorable mentions, George? No, that's it. That's it? Okay, great. All right. So starting off, my number five is a movie called The Invitation. Uh, this is sort of a smaller little thriller that I think I mentioned uh, at some point in the um, over the course of the show. But I love this movie. Just This is one of those experience kind of movies where I know that on a technical level, it may not be one of my favorites. And on a technical level, I probably like Sing Street more. But from an experience perspective, and I may flip-flop as time goes on, move Sing Street up. But as of right now, here this is it. Um, the, the Invitation is just such a... And in, like, it's an investing movie where I like I kind of once you I got sucked into it and I, I I invested my time I invested my brain power into it and it just it toyed with my head. The ending is the most non Hollywood. It's terrifying. Like this movie, there's some there's some there's some things that go on that are very very startling in it. But for me, the scariest, the most surprising, the best part of the movie was the last the very last shot. That for those who've seen the movie, they know what I'm talking about because that last shot is I still think about it and I can still picture it in my brain and I can feel how I felt when I watched the movie where I was just like this like wave of just damn kind of rolled over me. And just so for that reason, I really, really love the movie. It was a great experience and uh, I highly recommend it. So, Cody, you're number five. The Jungle Book. I love that movie. The movie was fun. I, I had a stupid ass smile on my face the entire time I was watching it. The kid, I know you didn't care for the kid. I thought he did fine for his first time acting. I loved the songs. I loved all of the performances by the famous actors that they got. Still to this day, I don't know why Scarlett Johansson is one of the top billed, even though she was in the movie for about two seconds. Yeah, she did. She film her voice part in an afternoon, or does it just feel like that? And I'm sure she did. She had four I lines. I mean, she she sung a song too. Did she? Yeah, she sung it for the soundtrack. Oh. Okay, so she's there for two days. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I just I had a lot of fun watching this movie. It was it, it was good. I know it's a kids' movie, but what are you gonna do? Those are all sometimes those those are the best ones. But because everybody was a kid at some point. That's true. Except for you. That's true. I just I was born cranky and <laughs> You were Benjamin Button. <laughs> you Benjamin Button, but you never got young. <laughs> Great. That's my dream. A reverse bunch of 
Just call me an asshole, okay? Just, do <laughs> just <this>. a dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh, you're number five. Okay, my number five is Deadpool. Um, I love Deadpool. I think this movie did everything I wanted it to do. Uh, brought one of my favorite characters to life. It made me laugh nonstop. Um, Ryan Reynolds was born for this role. Can't wait for to see him again. Um, I thought the supporting characters were great. Thought the, the action was really well done. Um, it's really it's fun. It's just a fun one of the most fun movies I've seen in recent memory. So uh, it's a really nice addition to the whole superhero genre we got going on right now. It's uh, different a little bit. Um, yeah, I just I love Deadpool. It was great. So can you say with confidence that X did give it to you? Because it, it said it was gonna. It to you. He X said that give it to a me. lot. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good. Great, great soundtrack, by the way. Yeah. Uh, awesome. So my number four is Oops. a movie that I saw and I really liked, and then I thought more about it, and then we did an episode on it, and I've just been enjoying it more and more and more, and I, I'm just on a, I'm, I think I'm at the top of the roller coaster right now. So it just, it, so it snuck onto my list. It's a movie called Midnight Special. Uh, I still do get, I still do have a few little issues with the movie that I kind of addressed in that, in our episode on it. Just the emotions just feel a little bit lacking. And there is a couple of little kind of narrative things that they could have, you know, polished or tweaked. But if, if I look, sit back and just think about the experience I had watching this movie and just kind of think about what it was doing and how it was going about and the logical sense that Nichols took to just tell him the story I just end up liking it more and more and more, and uh, I can't wait to see. I mean, Nichols, he's got another movie coming up, uh, uh, kind of like a Civil War, not a Civil War, but Civil Rights Drama. There we go. And I'm excited for that, but I'm just, I can't wait to see what other, when, uh, what genre this guy tackles, because he's sort of been, he's kind of run through the gamut of all of them throughout his time as a director, so I'm just, I'm excited to see what he does next, and uh, Midnight Special, loved it. I'm glad one of us did. There you go. Cody, number four. Um, X Men Apocalypse. Really? Yeah, I really liked that movie. Wow. I wasn't I wasn't bullshitting when I said I liked it. No, I just didn't expect it to be this high. I mean, I threw this list together in two seconds, just so you know. This is not concrete. <laughs> the only ones that actually matter are my top three. Let's get serious. Okay. Um, those are the only ones I took time to think about. But no, I really liked X Men. I really liked Apocalypse, and liked. I just had a lot of fun watching this movie, especially whenever Quicksilver was on screen. I I enjoyed this movie quite a bit. Great. Josh, number four. Okay. My number four is 10 Cloverfield Lane. Ooh. Uh, this is a really, really fantastic movie. Uh, just a, a great suspense thriller. Um, I guess it's a sci-fi thriller, sort of. Um, <laughs> it's a um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just the performances. John Goodman. Holy crap, he's amazing in this movie. Um, New Mary baby Liz- girl. Yeah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, she's great. Um, the other guy, I keep forgetting his name, he's awesome. The guy from the newsroom. Yeah, yes, the... that's, that's his name. Um, not Jim Halpert. <laughs> not Jim Halpert. <laughs> Get it because his name is Jim Harper. <laughs> that's Sorkin. He's just a, he's a wily fox. Yeah, he's a yeah. great writer. Um, I'm really excited to see more of what Dan Trachtenberg can do as a director. I loved what he did here. J.J. Abrams. The way he kept everything secretive, and I just went in, and I didn't know a single thing, and it was awesome. Um, Which is why I have not been watching as many trailers anymore, Um, and it's been really great. So, uh, 
If yeah, I had the thought... if I had the soundbite of Christian Bale saying, "Oh, good for you," I would play. Good it. for you. That's no. It's like, oh, good for you. Kind you, of like, you. That was not even close. I was close. No, you you were close. Cody's wasn't close. He's oh. doing his best. That okay. was Whatever. that sounded that sounded like someone else. Like um, Steve Irwin, right? Or something. All right. Okay, we can move on. <laughs> Come on, you crapped on me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, great. So you. Uh, any th- what else about uh, Ten Cloverfield Lame? <laughs> Great movie. Go see it. Get yeah, it. Oh, savage. Cloverfield Lame is what I said. Yeah, we. I, wow. Thanks, guys. That's... No, that was I. Actually, I dug that movie a lot. That was a really Just good choice. That was, that was a good one. <laughs> Thanks. Um, my number three is um, an animated film. Ooh. Uh. <laughs> One of the three animated films from this year, and you know that that I've seen, and I count a couple of like Turtles and uh, Jungle Book are pretty much animated films in my mind. Straight up Minions. He's about to say Minions. Never. That movie. That would have been a movie to torture me with, Josh. That's a that'd be a good one. But no, uh, my my number three favorite movie of the year is a Disney flick. It's called Zootopia. Still haven't seen it. So I just I loved this movie. So so much. It is. It's a perfect. It's perfect counter programming to uh, <laughs> the rise of the Trump. It's just it, it, it. The movie was so. It was ahead of its time before it even knew that it was going to be of its time. If that makes sense. Like they. This movie is just. It's. It's perfect. The. the all the stuff that it, it. The stuff that it deals with. The kind of like ideas and kind of the moral moral things. Which some movies. It seems like they're turning their nose up. But with this movie, it seems genuine. Um, the voice acting is great, especially from uh, Jason Bateman, who is just this guy. I feel like if he wants to, and if he gets the right role, he could win an Oscar without breaking a sweat. I think he is one of the most talented guys in Hollywood that doesn't that doesn't shove it in your face. I love him. He did some great voice work in this movie, and it was also it was like a crime thriller. It was it was fun. It was a little mystery. The animation was gorgeous, and I had a great time. So number three, Zootopia. Cody, go number three. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Or Ten Cloverfield Lame. Oh, nice. Uh, just whatever what Josh just said. I like this movie. It was a complete surprise to me. I'm super surprised at how much I actually enjoyed this movie. Um, I loved everything about it. I love Mary Mary Elizabeth Weinstead. She's mm-hmm. ever since um, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. She's been my number two, number one. She's fighting uh, Alicia. Ooh. I, but <clears throat> back to the main point, uh, I just I really liked it. It was lots of fun, if you can say that. No, I can't. I can't remember uh, from our last from our episode. But were you were you cool with the ending or? Were... The ending kind of came out of nowhere. Okay, that's why I... it didn't piss me off. Mm-hmm. It just confused me. Okay, I, I was I, I was hoping that would be the ending. So. Uh, well, in case you guys haven't kept tabs on it, the movie was made for 15 million bucks and it's grossed eight, 108.3 million so far. So wow. quite the, uh, quite the hit, uh, big money maker. Home DVD take, take notes, Hollywood. You can do it for a lower budget. That's true. Sometimes they'll just keep making sequels and stupid remakes. That's what they'll do. That's true. Uh, right, Josh, your number three. Uh, my number three. Uh, we just talked about this two weeks ago. Uh, the nice guys. Uh, Fedoras and all. 
Shane Black uh, came back after the awesome Iron Man 3. Relax. It's um, not awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> um, it's a flawed movie, but it's great. Um, it is uh, Shane Black. I think he did a great job. The script for this movie is fantastic. I thought the chemistry, Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe are outstanding. Um, really funny. Uh, fat Russell Crowe is my favorite thing ever. Um, and Ryan Gosling is hysterical. Uh, two of them and the little girl, she's great. Um, everyone's, uh, it's just so much fun. Um, and just the chemistry, the, uh, action is pretty fun. The writing is smart. It just, it's, it just feels so Shane Black-esque and it just, I love it. I just love that. I want to see more and more Shane Black stuff. So you gotta uh, get to, gotta get to watching Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I as long will. as he stays away from superheroes, I think he's fine. I agree. Absolutely. So awesome. So the nice guys. He should do Batman. No. No. Shut your mouth. <laughs> oh you my know. God, that'd be so bad. It's horrible. Just be Alfred quipping the whole time. Like, shut up, Alfred. Hope you die. It's fun every once in a while. Every once in a while. Like, <laughs> the, would you would you like the the Lamborghini, sir, or would you be liking the Bat Pod, sir? Or I loved him in Batman v Superman, though. That's true. That Alfred was awesome because he was just fucking done. He was. He hated everything. Whatever. This is so stupid. Voice thing works. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. You just <laughs> suck. <laughs> he's so, Such a, so vicious. He's so mad. So vicious, but so relatable. Awesome. So from my number two is technically a TV show, but like like oh. I said earlier with my mini series little spiel. I think it's a movie. It's it's three hours long. It's one story. It's not setting up another season of a TV show, and it's you know it's a movie. Uh, and then there were none. Uh, one of my favorite things I mentioned on the show before. I just love Agatha Christie's original book that was originally, and you can look this up because I do, I won't dare say it, but had a very different title that uh, let's just say would have gone over well with plantation owners back in the in the South. I'm looking it up. Pre Civil War. Uh, but and then there were none is I, I'm pretty sure it's the best. I'm, I'm 98 percent sure it's my favorite version of this story. Wow. What? Holy a God. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was rough. That was really rough. Uh, <laughs> it was a different this came time. out in 1939. Yeah, it was a different time. It's not that different of a time. It was different enough. Um, but anyways, uh, I loved it. And then there were none. They just they took the book and they made it all the more better. Uh, they, they with the flashback sequences and some of the performances in there. Uh, the only thing I don't care for when it's just kind of like a just like a Mason thing is the the location of it. I don't the mansion, the place that they go to. I just don't I don't like watching that as much as I like watching the the mansion they go to from the original. But that's just my personal taste. It doesn't take much away from the movie, which uh, I still loved. So and then there were none. My number two, Cody. Uh, number two, Captain America: Civil War. Great movie. Amazing movie. We talked about that at length on our episode. I can't really... Don't, don't clump me into that. Josh and I talked about it as le- at length in that episode because it was so good. It was so great. Everything about it was amazing. Yes, it was. If you want to know how I really feel, go back go a back. couple episodes. Just know I really dug it. I think I gave it a... Did I give it a 10? Yeah. Nine and a half you gave it. Oh, son of a bitch. You gave it a nine and a half. I'm a monster. That's what I said. Uh, cool. Cap- Captain America. So uh, definitely going to be your favorite Marvel movie of the year because you also kind of shit on <laughs> Doctor Strange. Because it looks so stupid. What? That looks great, Doctor Strange. Uh, no, it does not look great. It just, I don't know. They're, they're, scraping, 
I know it looks like Inception. I don't want it to look like another movie. I want it to it look like its like, own thing. It's like, it looks like its own thing. It just like looks like its other dimensions and stuff. It looks like a mix of Inception and Batman Begins, TBH. Uh, I don't know. I just I think they're scraping the bottom of the barrel for their characters. And Doctor they... Strange is like one of the most popular Marvel comics. Yeah, characters. but nobody likes him. Who likes him? Everybody. Name one Doctor one Strange person. Villain. Yeah. Me. No one. Do- no villain. one Doctor Strange. <laughs> Are you villain. the villain? Wait, villain. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think you said fan. Oh. Um, I did say fan, but his is better because. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. And you? There's no villains. No, he has villains. I'm looking them up. Yeah, no, you, you no, don't know you him. cannot do that. You don't know. Well, him. I'm making. I know one of them. I'm so just say it. Sure you don't have. To, you don't get to. Look. I was making sure he's a villain because I don't know the lore that. Just much. say it first. Uh, Dormammu. That's what I was thinking of. Gazuntite. You need a tissue. Are you still sick? <laughs> get it? Yes. Anyways. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but yeah. Yeah. No, he's not like a he's not like an A lister, but that's that's what Marvel does. They take their B listers, make Guardian. Who the heck knew about Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, but they did that very well, and if they do this movie very well, I'll be happy. But so it far, just, it, it seems like they're going so far out there. They're actually using magic, like literally. Yeah, that's that's what they've been uh, building towards. Like they're Marvel's like, yeah, let's we'll... save this for the next trailer, shall we? All right. <laughs> yes. Anyway, okay. but uh, needs. The movie needs more Doogie Hauser if it's going to be a doctor. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Okay. Do, 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 do. Anyways, uh, great. So, Josh, your number two. Uh, my number two. Where'd it go? Uh, the Jungle Book It's my number two. Uh, yeah, I love this movie. I thought it was fantastic. Um, the kid, I thought it was great. Um, and I think the visuals, I'm, you know, the CGI is unlike, is just, it's on. On another level, it's absolutely incredible, um, and the voice acting is fantastic. The action scenes, the the um, directing, the writing—it's just it feels so. It's powerful. It's fun. It's exciting. It's just—it's such a great movie, um, and I think it's better than the original. So, um, and in fact, I'll actually say this is one of the best Disney movies in recent memory. Like Disney, Disney, not like Marvel or. Uh, Lucasfilm or anything like that, but Disney proper, like a Disney film. This is one of the best that I can think of in the last probably 10, 15 years, to be honest. Um, Let's see. When did this... great, when did the great mouse detective come out? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but no, here, um, listen to the year that, sh- that Idris Elba's had Zootopia, Jungle Book, uh, Finding Dory, Star Trek Beyond. Oh my God. Wow. Damn. He's, he's going to play two of the best villains of the year. He's not playing a villain in Finding Dory. No, and I'm talking about in this. You didn't even see Star Zootopia, Trek. by the way. That was oh. me. He was hysterical in Zootopia. I haven't seen. I don't. I well, thought you I'll... saw Zootopia, Josh. No, I, I, I didn't want to see it. What? It what, then, what was that? What was the other one? That oh, Inside Out. Yeah. Still haven't seen that one either, by the way. Oh my god. You got How have you not seen Zootopia? Is great. It comes out on Blu-ray this week. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, great. So number two, Jungle Book. Uh, so my number one. See, I hope it's super Indian, like you know. Really, <laughs> things, it's a movie they're, called they're very, the Real Flicks Podcast. There are a few things in this world that make me feel true joy. Some of those things, however, are music and baseball. And this movie had both of them in spades. It is a movie, the latest film from Richard Linklater, that I think blows his last one out of the water. Everybody Wants Some. And for the record, I loved Boyhood. But Everybody Wants Some is my favorite movie of the year so far. Just the experience I had watching the movie, 
the 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 filmmaking that he that Linklater was able to do, uh, were able to pull off the storytelling, the characters that he was able to just completely flesh out. Where I never wanted to leave this. The movie movie takes place over the first weekend of the new semester at a college, where the freshman this freshman kid moves into the baseball house and he starts to meet the team and he interacts with the team and while they're going through that weekend they go to different parties that are like related to different music genres like they go to a disco they go to a country club they go to uh like a kind of 70s uh flower child sort of kind of kind of a deal they go to a punk show it's just the movie it's it's about my favorite kind of my one of my favorite decades of music and it's about one of my favorite my or definitely my favorite sport and just the link later the 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 comedy and I don't want to say the emotion because it's not that emotional. It's just, but he just sort of he sprinkles emotion throughout the movie, and you just sort of character forget moments. That it's, yeah, but in a very it's very subtle the way he does. Like Boyhood is, you know, I love Boyhood. Boyhood's a pretty straightforward, you know. Uh, your father and I divorced. Uh, this happens, that happens. You get older. This one is just about, hey, we're we're all here. We're all here. We're all doing our best. We're all trying to have a good time. And one of the characters is a total embodiment of that. Where I don't want to spoil anything for you, but uh, <laughs> he goes through a very interesting character change. We'll, we'll just say. And I just I loved Everybody Wants Some. As as of right now, obviously have there's a lot of movies I've yet to see, but I would I'd be shocked if this isn't at least in my top two at the end of the year. I loved it that much. It's wow. it's fan it's fabulous. So yeah, uh, Cody. Yeah. Question first. Yes. Uh, is so I heard this was a spiritual or supposed to be a spiritual sequel to Days Confused. Does it have actually have anything to do with that at all, or is that just it's like a spiritual sequel? You'll know, you'll understand when you see it. Okay. Like Same I think tone and all that stuff. This the Boyhood, Days and Confused, everybody wants some. Probably, probably, definitely my favorite trilogy of all time. <laughs> okay. Like. I know they're they're kind of different, but they're by the same director and they're in the same spirit, and they kind of take place at different times in different places. But as far as I'm concerned, it's a trilogy and it's my favorite. So that's my that's Mason's pretentious hour. So uh, Cody, let's move on to you. Your no- uh, favorite movie of the year so far? My favorite movie of the year so far was The Nice Guys. Okay. It was very funny. Knowing me, they made so many Hitler jokes in it, <laughs> and I thought that was so funny. I just they they did such a good job with this movie. Shane Black totally almost redeemed himself for the abortion that was uh, <laughs> Iron Man three. Savage, but true. Like, um, he just he had I could tell he was having fun writing the script, and it made its way to the actors and to the audience in this movie. And I just I can't wait to see this movie again because I I enjoyed it so much. The actors all had so much fun making this movie and they all did such a great job in it and they like each other. I can tell. And I hope they keep making movies together. All three of them. Nice. (laughs) Probably a sequel. That movie would be interesting. I don't think we're going to get it. We're not, but yeah. Oh, well I like, I I, I wouldn't mind that. Maybe when Shane Black's done doing Dr. Savage and he does Dr. Strange too. And then Doogie Howser, <laughs> the movie. He's How long Dr. until we get a Doogie Howser reboot of some kind? Or I don't know. Nobody's I hope cool. never. Right. Josh, your favorite movie of the year so far is Captain America: Civil War. Surprising shocker. Yeah, oh. surprised everybody. Um, 
Yeah, I love this movie. I, I, I've talked, we talked about it for two hours. I don't need to say that much about it. It's just, <laughs> it's, this is a great movie. It's my favorite Marvel movie. It, I, I think I'm going to say it. It's, it might be my favorite superhero movie um, of all time. Wow. Um, Big words. Uh, but but I, I'm still giving, going that with The Dark Knight for now just because I need to see it a couple more times to really get, like certify that. But um, Legit yeah. triggered right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy you're triggered. Um, and then, yeah, it's just, it's a great movie. I, I did everything I wanted it to do, and it's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Good job, Marvel. Great. So, nice guys. Everybody wants some. And Captain America Civil War. Hmm. Yours kind of sticks right. out because it's in 2016 or whatever, and ours are in the 70s and 80s. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Had we were to, trying to do a theme. Trying to do a theme, and you fucked it up. Yeah, could have, every time. Could have at least picked Sing Street. I mean, come on, man. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> so let's move on to the conversation of the day, of the evening. Let's talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out of the shadows. What are you? Superheroes? <laughs> Just four brothers who hate bullies <laughs> and love this city. So, Cody. Uh, we kind of, you yeah. kind of, we metaphorically dragged you. Yeah, you not meta, you literally yeah. made me see this movie. Unfortunately, democracy rules, as as you well know, in a, in a democratic society, which this is. So, communism in a way, actually. <laughs> Would you rather talk about communism than this movie? Yeah, I'd rather talk about anything than this movie. <laughs> All right, so let's get your initial thoughts on it. I didn't like it. I had no fun watching this movie. I got none of the jokes. I did not care about any of the characters, including the new ones. I didn't like the villains. I didn't like anything. The CGI was garbage in this movie. I just, oh my god. I and I didn't like it. Those are my initial thoughts. <laughs> uh, as for me, we've had a good year so far. Like, I mean, obviously, it, once if you avoid the obvious stink piles, like. Uh, what's this like the forest or the woods or whatever that awful found footage thing was if you avoid stuff like that then this is a good year there's movies there's a few movies that I haven't liked but nothing I've been able to say is bad which is where Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 comes into the fold <laughs> this is and I didn't hate it I did not hate it I did enjoy parts which we'll get into later on but it is it was so bad it was a movie for kids in the worst possible way where they just let's not let's just do let's hammer in this uh this plot device that we already did joke in there yeah that we did in the last movie because i i watched the i watched the first movie because i enjoy self-harm uh (laughs) which actually didn't i didn't mind it it was fine uh they did they pretty much did the same thing like they had their characters go through a development for the second straight time which was a lot of fun and it just I just kind of was miserable for a majority of the movie, and that's not always a fun thing to experience at the movie theater. I mean, with with some like Room, fine. If you want to be miserable, that's at least well made. But this is of the least. This is the not a very well made miserable. So I am low on it as well. A little higher than you, Cody, but still uh, trending downwards. So Josh, All right, Josh, let's see if you fuck up our theme again. I had fun. Oh, of course. Get out. I I don't know. <laughs> Explain people yourself. Expect- no, I, I generally. I don't know, no, I don't know what people expect from these Ninja Turtles movies. They're, they are never, not, aside from one of them, 
none of which are live action. None of them have ever been great. They're not great movies. They're never going to be great movies. They're never going to be great pieces of storytelling. They're about four teenage mutant ninja turtles. Just listen to those words. Hear how stupid it sounds. And if you are into that kind of thing, expect that kind of thing. Don't expect anything else, which is what I think a lot of people do. You not saying you guys. I can't not help you, a, but like... Yeah, I can't help but point out right now that you and I had a very similar conversation to what... Yeah. And I, I was on your side. At this point, we were, flipped, we were flipped sides, and we were talking about the Transformers movies. Oh, yeah. So I'm just wondering... Because there's potential in Transformers to actually have good stuff, or at least have fun stuff, even if it's dumb. Hmm. And it's not. But those are robots that turn into vehicles, which is just which as can, silly as tuning back. As cooler. As here's the here's the difference between those. You can make those movies just dumb, light, fun, like this. The difference is those movies are each two and a half to four, two, two hours and forty minutes long. Take themselves incredibly seriously, and think they're way better and way smarter than they actually are. Okay. These movies know they're stupid, and they don't try to be anything other than stupid. That's the difference. So if Michael Bay, that's the problem I have with Michael Bay movies in general when he's directing them, not producing them because he's less involved, is he tries to make these big, epic, huge movies, but then he says, oh, I make movies for 13-year-old boys. But yeah, And this movie's for nine-year-old boys, so I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's not yeah, much. But except this one does its job. I'm calling you out on it. I'm calling you out on it. You, you flip-flopper. I'm a you flip-flopper. You beat you. How? Explain. I don't know. You just said it. If I, if you, if I listen back to our Transformers conversation, I just say you make, you're making very similar points as to why you hate Transformers. But yeah, that's that's fine. I don't know. Yeah, it's just with Transformers. Like again, I just those movies don't. The thing is, I think they both Transformers do this job poorly. These movies sort of do their job well-ish, no. kind of. Okay. Yeah, what's their job? What what is the point of so making this movie? What is Ninja the Turtles. art? Where is the art? In There's this? no art. It's Ninja Turtles. There's not art. <laughs> but they are. There is still a potential for these to be good movies. Because no, like, there's, there's no. a lot of a lot of people, and myself included, they enjoy the first, the live action, the first, very first live action turtle. The 1990 movie. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's a good movie. Or the cartoon. I, Charming. People really, really love the cartoon. Yeah. Why can't it? Why can't it be the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon? What's what's really? holding it back from being as good as that? Which I haven't seen, so I'm kind of taking the public's Which, word for it. That's pretty good. The 2007 or whatever, so, one, okay, the animated one. That one is it embraces everything that makes the. It's also it's just live. It's just some things don't work in live action that work in animation. It's really as simple as that. It's just some like things. I, don't, like, I haven't seen the movie, so explain the, to that us. Movie is, that movie is that movie. That movie can be animated and be fun and light. But it can also it can you can balance between tones a lot better when you're doing animation, but then you can do in live action and make it feel good. Um, it's like that. It's it, that movie's a lot. First of all, that movie's a lot shorter than any of the live action movies. That movie's like an hour and fifteen, hour and twenty minutes, um, and it just has a really simple story. But it gets the characters. It it's smart with the characters, um, and but it doesn't take itself too seriously. It doesn't try to be anything other than it is. With these movies. I'm mainly talking about the 1990 movie. It's that movie's just it's just bad. I think that movie's terrible. I really think that movie's the 1990 movie is awful. Um, and then the 2000. I never saw either of the sequels, Secret of the Ooze or TMNT three. You know, whatever. It's just fine. It's decent. Um, 
it's, and goes, then, it's pretty much Ghostbusters too. So my, <laughs> my 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 I love the Ninja Turtles from the two thousand three or four. I don't remember which year it was, but the the series from the early two thousands. That was the show that I enjoyed. Um, those are the turtles I liked. Um, and then obviously I love the two thousand seven animated movie. And then the two thousand fourteen movie. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just it's it's my problem with that movie is just it's too much focus on these terrible human characters, just like the Transformers movies. And it was trying to be as a little too serious. And it was, you know, but unlike the Transformers movies, it was not completely overlong. It was the Trent, the actual turtle characters were good and fun and likable. Unlike the Transformers characters who aren't. Um, um, that's where I'm going to, I'm going to jump in here about the characters for a second. Okay. With those Ninja Turtles. I don't know if it's, I just didn't get it. Everybody was super whiny in that movie. Everybody but Donatello was a crybaby. Well, and that's because Donatello was too busy trying to do computer stuff. You got Mikey. Oh, I want to fit in. Like, okay, cool. I I get that. That's a tropey thing, but whatever. And then you got Raph saying, "Oh, he's lying to me. I don't like Leo. I want to be the leader." And then you got Leo saying, "No." I'm a nobody, bad leader. No, nobody listens to me. We don't work well together. I'm like, fucking that's, do something about it. Don't go complain to your dad. Does. Just do something. I just, I just, I don't, I don't get it. The thing is, I think, and you said this to us over text. You said you just, you're just not a turtles person. Oh, no, I'm not. Yeah. So, I mean, if you don't like the turtles in general, you're not gonna like this movie, and that's fine. Like, I get it. Like, but the thing is, this movie especially. I haven't even talked about this movie yet. I've just been talking about the older movies. Um, <laughs> This movie especially, so I had a lot of fun with this movie. It's not a great movie. It's, it's the, as, as of right now, this is the only li- live action movie I could say is legitimately good, oh. but it's not great. Oh um, boy. Legitimately uh, okay. As in like, as in like, it's like, do, as in like, it's successful in what it's accomplished trying to do What's to me. to do? It make you have fun and give you lots of fun moments with the turtles that you loved as a kid. No. And if you didn't love the turtles as a kid, you're not gonna it's, love it's them. It's not That's... that I I hated the turtles. I never had like, I never was against them. I'd watch their show when it was on. I I, I just I don't understand these yeah. characters. Yeah, I'm the I'm I'm the same as Cody. I, mean, I, I played the what was that? The, there was a video game on NES. Uh, that super hard uh, arcade game. Yeah, me and my friend. Like I would I we weren't even that close to friends, but I call them over all the time. Like, hey, help me beat this game. We never did. But uh, never I, did. I always hate that guy now. No, he's he's a good dude. Uh, I always, I actually always like Donatello. He's always been my favorite one. But they kind of made it. They they sort of like typecast him as a. There's nerd. two versions of Donny. Which yeah. one did you like? This one was horrible. Okay, so you like the kind of the stoner version? Uh, I guess so. But of all, I don't know. <laughs> I want to see the Ninja Turtles when they find weed. Two, I want that in my life. This guy was too like. Oh, I have tape on my glasses. I'm skinnier than Raph, and I'm I complain. There's and the- I, he, I use big. I he use was big too shirts. anthropomorphic. He he looked almost too human. True. He was creeping oh. me out. Yeah. He was on the wrong side of the uncanny valley, and <laughs> I did not. Uh. Yeah. Oh, the but. designs for these turtles are garbage too. Yeah. See, I'm gonna, I'll, 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 so here's 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 what I like. Like as a film, like I think the CGI. I think the C, I don't know. I, I mean, no disrespect, but I think the CGI is great. I thought the CGI was mainly just on the turtles. I thought the it looks really good. It blends in really good with the live action. And I think the motion, the uh, performance capture work is 
surprisingly great. I think these four actors do a fantastic job um, at putting in a really good performance, um, especially the guy who does Mikey, because I've seen some of the stuff behind the scenes, and the dude friggin' he dedicates when he you know does this stuff. Um, Is it also think, the voice though? Yeah, they're all they all do the voices. That's um, good. And look, they got rid of uh, what's his name for Leo from the first movie, uh, the guy from Jackass. Yeah, Johnny Knoxville. Uh, Johnny, they got rid of him, and his voice was terrible in the first movie. So. Oh, I liked him. Oh, I thought he was—he sounded like just like this angry asshole. So he sounded like Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. Um, Breaking news. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, and I thought I thought the action was fun. I thought the you know I so Megan Megan Fox didn't annoy me. Is <laughs> the best anything. I can say. You know, I gotta um, say to talk about talking about the CGI. I think the best CGI work was the one that was done on her face. Like that was just, like, I don't know, what a digital or you know to make her not look plastic. It yeah, Lucas. Like when she when she was standing when there were scenes where she was standing next to Stephen Amell, who was terrible, by the way. Yeah, he uh, wasn't good. Sorry. He was, was terrible, like, but but you want to know something? He was the best part of the movie for me. It's like, and I know the, the worst costume design, by the way. Like I'm gonna wear a t-shirt under this leather jacket and i'm gonna have a stubbly beard and jeans and i'm a well, cool... at least they made fun of the t-shirt that's true can you in the funniest joke in the movie you know he's jacked which is interesting but Just, um and then you got fucking will arnett kid guy can't even fit out a t-shirt yeah, yeah like, will, will arnett will arnett i didn't hate him what's in the movie. i hate him joke? in this movie he annoyed the hell out of me in this movie i'll be honest with you guys um, i i double featured this with pop star and that amount of will arnett that i got from those two movies is more will arnett that i've ever seen <laughs> ever but like I reach, I think I think in that day I reached my peak Will Arnett for the rest of my life, and Did I'm you start uh, just gravelly voicing for the rest he of the is, day. He stars as Batman next year, so well, and but, not gonna see that if that's uh, the case. I might. That was like Will Arnett's uh, the kind of guy. If I, Batman, if I saw him broken down on the side of the road, and we were the only, I was the only person that went by, I would just, I would just sit there, stare at him for ten seconds, roll down the window, and say, "Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, and then drive off. <laughs> That's what I would do to Will Arnett. Maybe a little first. I would do the same thing and let him in my car. I hate him so much, and I hear he's such a jerk. That's the rumor going around. I can totally believe it. But anyways, he's just uh, let's actually let's talk movie. about the movie a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> just bashing people. But that's okay. That's fun too. Um, I guess let me. Since this will take shorter, my favorite and my own, the only part of the movie that I liked was the sequence in Brazil, like the yes. Plane, and then that's the ever. only good part of that whole movie. Yeah, like that was that was a lot of fun. They did, I think they did a really good job there. And the turtles didn't talk too much, which was nice. I think that was why I liked it so much. Yeah, that was, but no, it was a really, really well designed scene. But then at the same time, Bebop and Rocksteady made me want. Oh, they're to awesome. Myself. They were they funny fantastic. for the first half of the movie. They... About the 90th time I heard, my man, I was like, okay. But the thing is, their I'm over personalities it. from when they were human to like monsters or whatever they ended up being were just com- were they for me they were just completely different like, oh I, really they, they were I thought, the exact I thought they were exact same yeah I, okay i i must have either i might my, fun fact it's... i might not have been paying close attention to the movie oh, they really? were they were hamming it up and being dumb the first before they were animals and when they got animals they were the same but why keep his hair that's what i want to know the, the guy's pink purple mohawk or whatever aren't they because that's what's the cartoon is but the other guy lost his hair. Like, I don't get it. It's weird. But eh. nitpicking a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. You don't so. need to nitpick. You can just... There's plenty wrong with it. That's true. Like, uh, for instance, uh, 
how Megan Fox just like doesn't have a job anymore. That was fun. Except at the very yeah. end, she gave. By the way, as somebody who works in news, what was up with that final speech? Like, that's never going to be. I know mean, they're not aimed for accuracy here, but that's never going to be on a news station. Like, Wait, wasn't it like super vague saying that maybe the police didn't do everything or whatever? I guess. I don't, they I said they, like, they, they, they were, she was trying to low key give the turtle credit. Oh, God. Even though. I just I don't know why people or why they think people are gonna shun them if they come out. I love the scene when Mikey came out and uh <laughs> for the parade and everybody's like, sweet costume, bro. It's like no, 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 no. This guy's a giant video game character. You'd be able to tell that he's not even if that was the most realistic looking nin teenage mutant ninja turtle, it's still like that's that's literally impossible to do. Nobody, you cannot make some a costume that looks like that. I was like, Guys "What is that?" Got three fingers. I think you would realize that's impossible. You can't do make your hands. I don't know. That's that was ridiculous to me. Also, Krang. What was up with Krang? Oh my god, it was garbage. It was, the thing is, the thing is, uh, I kind of realized this. This was what the movie is halfway through. This movie is fan service. This movie is fan service through and through. This is a giant cartoon. This is a cartoon brought to life and giving out fan service. That's fine. So, and so that's pretty much what Krang was. He was there so, to say Krang was there. They never targeted his like brain. They only targeted his body. Like they, yeah, they didn't think about uh, it. But then they'd kill him, and then they'd have to show death. So yeah, he was like can't. on that Doc Ock arm for ninety percent of the time, but they still were trying to take down his suit. It's like, what? What are we doing here, guys? He's going to destroy the city. Might want to take him <laughs> let's out. Think, or something. Stop messing around and let's uh, let's like, figure it out. Screwing around, you guys. Gosh. And the the melodramatic of like playing up the relationship with the turtles was just like. <laughs> what is happening here? I didn't. Oh, even... I, lo I love that stuff. That was my favorite. Some of my favorite stuff in the movie. Like, I legitimately like. There was good character moments. Like, the even one part that I actually got a little bit emotionally like not like I was I was like crying, but like I was like oh that's oh I just wow. cried. <laughs> no, I didn't. But there was this uh -huh. where they're uh, stealing out of uh, the uh, police department. Um, and they get caught, and the guy's like, they're monsters. And Mikey's like, we're not monsters. And I was like, oh, poor Mikey. Um, but I, th yeah. I thought that was nice. Um, you know, well, By definition, they are monsters. Technically. They are mutants. They are, they are They are. like abominations against nature. They, there we go. Abominations TVH. is a great word. But that's fine. I mean, that's cool. Are you, I like, still... are you, like, are you the guy from Stitch? <laughs> Abomination. <laughs> Low-key, literally me. Um <laughs> The, yeah, the the whale guy, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Um, <sighs> let's talk about Stephen Amell. Okay. I I'm not I'm not saying that I was I'm gonna go out I was ever gonna go out and buy like Arrow on DVD, but this pretty much solidifies in my head that I'm never gonna watch that show because he is the worst actor in the world. Oh no, no, he's, don't. He's, he's, he's so he's, much he's, better on Arrow. He's, you know, I don't like Arrow. I I stopped watching the show. He's fantastic on that the show. The first he two is, seasons of Arrow are great. There's an episode. There's a episode in season two towards the end, and it's some of the best TV acting I've seen in a really long time. Like it's he's fantastic. He's he's a very good actor. I don't know why he phoned it in so much for this movie. Yeah, but the thing is, the character was written. I I love Casey Jones' character. I thought he was a big letdown in this movie. He was just that was not Casey Jones. He was just kind of there. Um, he was just oh, let's put on a hockey mask for five seconds. Call him Casey Jones. He uses a hockey stick once, and that's as close to it comes about being Casey Jones, except for the one scene. Where he completely rages out in the bar. Yeah, that, that was, was that, that was that was like Casey. you're a cop, okay? I don't care if this guy's like a criminal or whatever, but like you're a cop and you're destroying, like just wrecking stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I thought Broke that was like that was totally 
when he that broke was... the per- that perfectly fine jukebox, I about walked out. <laughs> I want one of those. And you just a jukebox with CDs too. How quaint. How fun. Yeah. Uh, um, before yeah, we get any further, like before we get any further, I think we need to talk about Tyler Perry. Okay, that was Tyler Perry, right? Yes. Okay. Somewhat. I couldn't tell if I was just being racist or <laughs> if that was actually Tyler Perry. Wow. Because he was not good. The thing that insults me the most about it is that I've seen Gone Girl multiple times. And he's great in that movie. He's so good in Gone Girl. And it is just he's just, He's a cartoon character. He's just in the worst way. Like the worst get, time. That's the, the worst point of the, that's the point of everything in this movie. The worst I know, I get that, but, but yeah, they're trying to be cartoony, but they're being the worst type of cartoony. Like for instance, SpongeBob SquarePants the movie. Great movie. That is a those completely that's, like ripped from the cartoon. tv show cartoony like those that's, no but the characters if you just think the characters in that movie are totally off the wall crazy cartoon like mr krabs loves money spongebob and patrick are idiots like plankton's evil like those are cartoony that those are cartoony characters yeah but if if that movie but in a was, good way if that movie was the same exact thing same script same performances but with live action actors it would come off weird well that's also a talking sponge that's not like <laughs> I mean, granted, turtles aren't that much better, but they're still like they still they still are sentient beings in a way. I mean, they do have like thoughts and stuff, but I don't know. It's probably better. Sponges have thoughts. I don't think sponges have thoughts. They don't. Like real sponges don't. I mean, as far as I know, I don't think they do. Are you talking about turtles that are sentient? You call one of these things sentient? Yeah, no, turtles are like they are. Okay, yes, turtles do have thoughts. These things are. Yeah, turtles have thoughts. That much I know, but like. I forgot what I was saying, but no, yeah, yeah, they're just they're cartoony in the wrong ways. Like they're car- they're so over the top cartoony. I still, I still understand how how you, Josh, a respected film goer, respected film connoisseur, connoisseur, can like can be cool. With this even though you know that there's a good turtles out there, like there's a, a, a good to very good turtles out there that and because I think this is a good. To, I think this is good. Eh, okay, fine. I don't know. I just I'm confused by that whole thing. I need you. I need a ten page paper on my desk by Monday. It just it gave me it gave me the cartoon in live action. Okay, and that's all I wanted. I, I don't I don't want anything. I don't expect anything great out of Ninja Turtles because nothing. I'm never gonna get something artistic or anything more than just really good to great. Like a, like you know, with like the animated movie. I love that movie, but like I only love that movie because it's everything I want out of Ninja Turtles. It's mm-hmm. not like anything it's not like you know a superhero movie like the dark knight or you know avengers or something like that where it's like a legitimately really well-made awesome movie but it's like that movie is it just it gives me what i want out of ninja turtles and that's all i ever ask for so okay cody anything else you'd like to talk about um maybe i dislike this movie so much because i didn't get any of the fan service i thought Everybody that's, what, that's that's about 70% of this movie. So in this movie was just too over the top not funny. The plot was boring. I hated everybody in this movie including Master Splinter. Yeah. Oh, like Splinter? I like Splinter. He was in the movie for 20 minutes. They, maybe not like, even they, that much. He was in it for five minutes. They talked to him like twice. It was like, hey, maybe he could help. I don't know. And it's just Leo saying, yeah, I'm sad. I can't get these guys to work together. And then a joke. 
about how fast he is and shit. I, I might be know. mixing this up with the first movie, but isn't there like a scene where somebody's attacking the turtle base or something? I can't remember what exactly happened, but there was something going on where like Splinter's around. He just isn't doing a damn thing. Like he isn't helping or anything. Like when oh no, when they when the cure when they find the cure, where the hell Splinter? <laughs> I don't know. I might be interested in that. He's just sort of like in his kitchen or whatever, cooking rice. I don't know. I'm gonna go meditate now. It makes no just, sense. No. Like I know this is you a something? movie. You, you know that the the build up to the last fight. Yeah. Where they're doing? I literally almost fell asleep watching that. I was so bored, so not invested with anything that was happening. Delicious. That I was just. Why am I here? Why the fuck did you guys make me spend eight dollars to see this garbage? Yeah, I f- I feel like we both owe you an apology. I don't. You know what? You get an extra point on game night just for going through. <laughs> yes. Yes. Make up last week. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Uh, anything, Josh, anything else you want to say in I, defense of your yeah, movie? Just, you know what? I went in this movie. I wanted to see Ninja Turtles be Ninja Turtles that I loved as a kid. And I got that for about two hours. And I had a smile on my face for the majority of the time I was in the theater. <sighs> so I just, I think the, performances of the turtles was good um casey jones was a letdown but i mean can't win them all i thought i had fun uh, you know what i would see a third one but i'd rather just see more animated movies so and to end it you guys have anything else to add before we wrap no, it up nothing, nothing, no. okay well to end it let me just say <laughs> josh you're making the, you're making very similar points to the points that i made defending <laughs> specter so is TMNT uh, your his specter now? Well, I mean, if you think of it, it's like, oh, well, I know this, I know this series, and I know them better than a lot of people, so I probably, I think I'll enjoy it more, which is pretty much what I said with Specter. So I don't know. I'm just saying we're we're coming from yeah, the same the, school. Yeah, but this isn't like a masterpiece, and I don't love this movie. Okay. Well, I'm just saying. I'm trying to give you some. I'm trying to back you up a little bit here, buddy. Okay. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to massage your, your shoulders in your corner instead of I'm used beating to the you world down. attacking me. I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Don't. This isn't a reflection about what I think of you. Yeah. Well, I actually, like bit. you a lot less than I like this movie. I'm just kidding. Fair I'm, I am, I'm just joking. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's let's do a grade before oh, we lose God. somebody. Yeah, but, before uh, somebody dies tonight. Josh, start with you. Um, I'm gonna go seven and a half. Okay, Cody. Three. Uh. Yeah, I'll go three and a half. Because I did, like I said, the Brazil sequence sort of made it for me. And there were a couple little scenes, and I did, I would be lying if I said I didn't laugh a few times. And, um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> oh, and there was that opening scene with Megan Fox. I know is like, you know, In I know it's movie, like. Let's just take a look at her tits for four seconds. Like, yeah. They, they that was, that was Michael Bay's compromise, was what that was. <laughs> That's want to see the boobs. Yeah. Got to see the boobs at least once. Yeah, that scene in the first TMNT where where she's like bent out of the door of that like the window that of that car, pathetic. and Will Fer- Will Arnett's like, "Never mind, you're fine." And he's like, just checks out her ass. Yeah. Like, come on, man. That was pathetic. I know I'm a sexist bastard, but you know, whatever. Women do the same thing. Anyways, <laughs> uh, great. So let's move on to uh, watching, reading, listening to for this week. Cody, why don't you get us started? I've been listening to the audiobook of The Bat, based on your suggestion, Mason. And hey. I'm very much enjoying it. I'm already over halfway done with it. Oh, really? Wow. The halfway point of that book is Banana Nuts Crazy. 
and I wanted to. It it was so. Do you know the part? Have you read this yet? Yeah, I, that's why I recommend it to you. You you know uh, the part I'm talking about. Um, be vague because I I, I finished uh, it's it a while directly ago. Directly before the part where Harry Hole's life goes to shit. Oh um, yes, okay, yeah, that, that was crazy. That was pretty wild, yeah. But yeah, I'm very much enjoying this book. I can't wait to see how it pans out. I I don't know about you, but I fell in love with Birgitta. Birgitta, ah, she's my favorite. She is. I love. I her hope. Song. I hope. I hope that whole situation resolves itself by the end of the book. <laughs> don't say anything. No comment. No comment. All right. Awesome. So uh, as for myself, uh, I went. I saw Popstar. Never stop, never stopping. I'm a huge Lonely Island fan, like from their days in SNL. I think those guys are hysterical. They're geniuses. Uh, <laughs> very funny. It's the movie's funnier. It was. I th- I like it more looking back on it than I than I did watching it. It's like there were some things I just didn't quite understand, and then I kind of, now I'm kind of like as I as I process the movie, I, I'm starting to enjoy it more. But <laughs> the songs, the songs, the Bin Laden song amazing if anybody's heard it's hysterical and they have a song called um mona lisa where the chorus is mona lisa like it's it's about this guy who goes to see the mona lisa and he, when he gets to it he's like mona lisa you're an overrated piece of shit and so <laughs> i died laughing at that <laughs> sandberg's great <laughs> there's this moment where he's depressed and he's like just standing in this bathroom and he just falls right into a pool and like doesn't move it's hysterical um, there's a great cameo by Judd Apatow. Where have I? Do you guys seen the movie? Yeah. Uh, he was the gentleman who had his uh, body parts signed when Andy Samberg was in the limousine. That was him. That was Judd Apatow. Oh my god. What yeah. are your thoughts? Like, so I'm thinking about seeing it, but I have to work tomorrow. So the first showing is at noon. Mm-hmm. Will I be out of there by two thirty? It's really short. Yeah, you. I know, but you got to remember the. Uh, I'd say that well. probably with trailers it's like an hour and thirty five. Yep. Let's check the exact runtime because I do th- I do think like do you like the Lonely Island? Oh, I love them. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah. So you definitely you definitely would enjoy it, and it's at eighty six minutes, so it's a just under an hour and a half. So I think you'd probably be, I think you'd be okay. Okay, maybe I'll go see it then. It's real. or if not, I might I'll go see it. It's uh, it's um, this weekend. <laughs> It's really funny. Best, Josh, the best joke, I th- one of my favorite jokes of the entire movie was towards the end, do you remember the excuse they gave for why uh, Connor For Real and the his crew stepped in for Taylor Swift? Yes. That, I died. Oh my god, that was I, hysterical. Because it was so <laughs> off the cuff, and they don't elaborate on it at all, and it's so yeah. hysterical. Like, oh, man. oh man, little things like that. Those are the things I'm remembering that I'm just loving this movie for. So um, yeah, so highly recommend it. I would give it like I give it like an eight and a half, something like that. Oh, wow. really, highly enjoyable, great movie. And I also watched uh, the Night Manager, the movie, the mini series. Right? Yeah, the mini series that people are salivating over, especially with Tom Hiddleston as yeah. Bond, which is not happening, by the way. He even said it. So score Mason. I'm actually, I guys, I think it might be Aiden Turner. I really do. It's sounding like the the guy from The Hobbit that I like. Um, Talk to me the one, times. The one who was in love with. Uh, oh, the, the very good looking uh, dwarf. Yeah. Yeah, I really think it's gonna be him. I'm like, it seems like it's rolling that way. So he's I'm a very. Really, he's a super pretty boy though. It's weird. But you gotta 
and then there were none. Like I, I don't know, I talk about, he's in that fabulous performance. So, so, so good. I'm excited. I can't wait. Uh, and I really enjoyed that show. Hugh Laurie was amazing. Like I don't know. I'm not really too up with the whole award season for TV shows, but if he gets an Emmy or whatever you get for that, a Golden Globe, whatever, I don't know. Uh, I'd be I'd be down for that because he was awesome. Played a great villain that um, was char- was really 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 charming. The guy you kind of want to hang out with. One of the faults of the show is I don't think they made him bad enough because people call him the worst man in the world, and it's only by things that he kind of does, not the things that you see him doing. If that makes any sense, I'll, his evilness is mostly off-screen, I guess, which is you know that might that works that probably works for some people. But I just I want to if you're gonna crown somebody the worst man in the world, you better have him do something cool like an evil like I don't know, criticize a judge for being Hispanic. Um, but yeah, Trump reference. Anyways, Josh, what do you think? Or uh, not, what do you think? What did you watch? What do you want <laughs> Tell me how smart I am, Josh. No, what did you watch, read, listen to this um, week? Well, I was going to talk about Popstar because I just saw that last night. Oh, okay, uh, sorry. What did you but, think? Uh, I thought it was really funny. Um, mm. uh, just I was really laughing a lot. Um, Andy Samberg, I didn't like Hot Rod, the last movie he did, so I didn't really expect to like this much. But saw I, that in the theater. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> funny movie. <clears throat> um, but I really, really enjoyed this. That was really funny. Um, and yeah, that... That that I don't want to spoil it, but that cameo that you're talking about with Judd Apatow, that I now know it's Judd Apatow. One of the best cameos of all time. That was hysterical. Oh my god, um, and the music's great. Um, what else did I watch? What else did I watch? Um, oh, oh, that's right. Um, I just actually it's an ongoing comic book series um, that only started a, uh, I want to say a month ago. Uh, Poe Dameron. Um, it's a series following. It's pretty much a prequel to The Force Awakens. Um, so yes, I'm talking about Star Wars again this week. We went um, so close to not mentioning Star Wars. Yeah, we eh, really almost, almost. Damn. We're, not, we're not getting away with it. Um, but yeah, it's a series. It's a uh, talking. It's about the lead up to Poe Dameron meeting um, Lore Santeca in the opening of The Force Awakens. Um, and it's a. I don't know if it's a like a long running series or it's going to be a uh, uh, limited uh, run, but. Uh, it's really good. I think it's. Uh, I love the character. I'm loving the character of Poe. The more I learn about him, um, and I want to see more of him in the movies, obviously. But uh, I like everything I see about him. He just. He feels like a. He's not a Han Solo ripoff. He's like. He just feels like a younger. He's like a new generation's. He could be a new generation Han Solo if he's given enough screen time. Um, um, hey, he was barely in the movie. Um, and. <laughs> I just, I don't know, I, I really like this character. I want to learn more about him, and this is a fun series. So if you loved Poe and you love Oscar Isaac, um, you like Star Wars, you should check it out. Yeah, I hope that they don't do a Poe, uh, what's her what's her name? Ray love story in episode I don't think eight. They will. I'd rather her be kind of do her own thing or just not fall in love because she doesn't have to all the time. Well, as of right now, they're not even on the same planet. So, true. Yeah, I'll get there. Okay, <laughs> love finds a way, Tars. Um, Tars, it's love, Tars. It's love. love. Tars. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta, get Gotta get those in. Gotta get those in. Awesome. So fun episode. Got a lot. One of one of the best ones we had in a while, I think. Yeah. Just from my unbiased opinion. Uh, <laughs> so fun stuff. So next week we got. I think this was so good because 
This is the first time I've genuinely hated a movie that we watched. True. And it's also the first time, I believe, I'm pretty sure it's the first time that two of us have disliked a movie while the other has liked it. Because we've either been unanimous oh, or one or of us. Two like. v one, yeah, yeah. That's whoa. still breaking ground. Thirty three episodes later. What about Iron Man three or Thor two? Well, those are those oh, are those, like, that doesn't count. Those are retrospective. Okay. So. Yeah, those are retrospectives are, are moot, unfortunately. But in the main episode, Shucks. in the With main canon, in the main canon, we uh, this is the first. So. The canon of real flicks. Exactly. Uh. But anyways, so next week we got Conjuring 2, which uh, rumor has it is not bad. So that makes it very, uh, it sets itself apart from most horror sequels. So I'm really, really excited about that one. I can't wait to go back and revisit it. Because, uh, fun fact, watched it the last time with the lights on. Uh, so <laughs> girls don't like me, that's for sure. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Conjuring 2, really excited about that one. So this this is to, this week was part one of Josh Month. Next week is part two. So uh only two more to go. No, three more. Oh, yeah, that's right. Damn you. What's the rest <laughs> of Josh month, and when do I get a month? Independence Day, Conjuring, and Finding Dory. Got Why it. is Finding Dory you? Because I love Finding Nemo. It's his favorite Everybody Pixar Everybody in the world loves Finding Nobody, Nemo. No, but it's his favorite Pixar movie. Well, you're wrong. But <laughs> we, I'm pretty sure we've had this discussion because Toy Story is the best Pixar movie. Yeah. But I agree. Brave is definitely the best Pixar movie. Oh, get out. No, I never even saw that. Why? No need to. If he had the chance to change, isn't it just like her mom turns into a bear or something? I don't know. It's something dumb. It's not a good movie. I've never seen it. All right. But anyways, let's get out of here. Yeah, let's. uh, You can follow us at underscore realflix on Twitter. Send us an email at realflixpodcast at gmail.com and leave us an iTunes view. They always help to keep the lights on, uh, which I will need when I watch The Conjuring. So that'll be very important. (laughs) So any help you can offer me is uh, well appreciated. So until next time, guys, take it easy. Don't see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Don't do it.